2: our beloved planet. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Show channel panel. Today is July 13, 2014. And this is the Training for Ascension Call with Sananda and guests. This is Meg Davis, your co-host, calling in from the Atlanta area in Georgia. And I believe we have Catherine on the line calling in from someplace not New York. And I'll let her talk to you about that. Welcome, Catherine.
0: Hi, Meg. Yes.
2: Hi. Good afternoon.
0: (laughs) For sure, I'm in Cleveland. And I came here last minute to see my brother, who is very ill. He's in hospice in a very beautiful place called the Western Reserve Hospice, um, part of Western Reserve University. And the people here are just amazing. They're so kind. And the facilities are just beautiful. It's right on the lake, on Lake Erie,
2: on a small
0: cliff overlooking the lake, and it's with just gorgeous gardens and beautiful um, just beautiful. We rolled his bed out yesterday under a tree so that he could look at the lake. So I'm here to say goodbye. I think I probably will make this a little bit shorter call today. Unfortunately, um, I could not get on the internet today. There's no internet service here at the facility. We've had internet all week, but Today, not. <laughs> so this seems to happen so many times when I'm traveling. I'm so grateful to have Meg there on the panel, holding down a fort and managing things um, so I can call in on the guest line and talk to all of you. So I was just um, walking down to the spot where I'm staying in the within the facility. We have a lovely room here. Um, a quiet place so I could do the show. And on my way, I, wa- as I was always walking along the corridors. I heard, "Hey Jude," I said, playing in my head, and it was my brother's higher self. So he asked if he could come through and talk to everybody. Because I think he has a suggestion for everyone about dealing with these kinds of things. Um, And I think that would be very welcome to hear some suggestions and um, thoughts about what to do when someone you really love is leaving. I'm sorry. even knowing that they're you know, the pain will stop and they're gonna be in a better place, it's still hard. Yes. It's of a
1: course
0: it, is. It's of course it is. I know he's he's been very sick for a long time, so it will be a great relief for him to not be in pain any longer. Um and as I was walking, you know, before Well, I'll let let his higher self talk about it because I think they have some interesting things to tell us um, about this birth and death process. So I came on Friday and we're going to be leaving in a little while after the show. He's in and out of sleep. He's mostly sleeping. So I did get a chance to spend some time with him. Um, and I, he's less and less conscious, so he's just saying goodbye to everybody. And he seems pretty peaceful about it. So, I ask, you know, who his good, good his higher self, call himself by a name. He's given me a lot of, uh, of past lives and and such things. But I hadn't I've never asked him what his full name is. And he said, Ezekiel. And I said, You mean Archangel? Ezekiel? He said yes. And I always thought that was true, was he I, I had oh never my. gotten I, I'd never gotten his Archangel name. So just now as I was walking he said, Yes, it's Ezekiel. So Ezekiel wants to come through and talk with us. I'll give a little, very brief description. My brother has, I was seven years older, he was the most amazing baby. I thought he was the eighth wonder of the world when he was born, because no matter how tense and uncomfortable things would be, especially at the dinner table, he would make jokes. And he learned how to make jokes by the time he was nine months old. He would make everybody laugh and just cut right through the tension. And he would be so funny that nobody could avoid laughing. (laughs) And he did that all his life. He was um, just genuinely funny, subtly, you know, not not in any big in-your-face way, but just very funny. I went to see him years ago, he had hepatitis, and I came to the hospital and walked in and I went, oh my gosh, you're bright yellow. And he looked at me and he smiled and he said, yes, but my teeth have never looked so good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a positive outlook. (laughs) that's the
0: kind of person he's always been. oh my <laughs> so he has a lovely wife who's taken care of him for years now and he's been sick for so long so this it, it's lung cancer now and he, it's gone to his bones so he's in pain and, and really suffering so I'm aware it's time for him to leave but we want to hear from Ezekiel about these things and how it can be easier. where um, you know, so many people have, of course. I think it's a special time. Those who have been here to help out, many of them are leaving. And it's important for us to know how that works and why. You know, why this timing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I'm going to just go on with the show and... Um, We're going to hear from Ezekiel I think sort of briefly and then Sananda will come in. We'll have a little break. I'll come back and then Sananda will come and we'll do our healing. Um, I have to apologize. There were two people who specifically requested to be on today's show and we went to get the, the information and their names early this morning and had no internet. So I didn't get the information. Gabriella was going to you know, write it down for me and and give it to me. But I apologize to, there are two people who um, sent emails and wanted to be on the show today. You know who you are, so count yourselves in. And then next week we'll have another show where we'll also mention your name. I also have a special request from Elite, who also wants to be included in the healing. Um, so we have Erit and my brother, um, for, whom we, for whom we will ask, you know, a special healing today. Mm-hmm. I'm aware that Tom is not going to heal in the sense of getting better. But when the angels and the friends and the guides come and try to ease the pain, I think that's very helpful. So let's see what Ezekiel has to say. And then I'll come back and we'll have Sonoma come in. Do do you that. have it. Yeah. You know, for new people, um, you you announced the radio show and who we are, but I want to let everybody know this is Meg Davis, our co-host. Um, Meg also, let's give them our web- website so they have it. Mine is, uh huh mine 2 org, And there you can get all the most recent messages. Our Don, our webmaster, is, is now back from the Galapagos, and he's filled in all the recent messages, so they're all there on the website under current messages. And some very lovely um, channelings from other channelers who sent who answered Sananda's request a few weeks ago, or Time Flies. I think it may have only been about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, several people answered Sananda's request and sent me some lovely channels. So those are on the first page of the website. Um, and Meg, we'd like for you to give everybody your Facebook page because I know you've offered to talk with people, and Meg is a wonderful healer in her own right, um, acupuncturist, and who has a wealth of knowledge about alternative medical procedures and techniques, and she has so generously offered to talk with people to disseminate information to help out whenever she can. So in addition, if you're anywhere near Atlanta by all means go. And you can have an acupuncture treatment with Meg. Which <laughs> I know is a treat.
2: <laughs>
0: so Thank you, your Catherine. Website, your website, Meg.
2: Yeah, so we have two I'll I'll give you. My personal Facebook page is Wisdom Within. Hyphen Meg Davis. And then our group Facebook page for Healing for Ascension. Tour is Mm -hmm. um, Healing for Ascension Tour, where all the messages are posted. And then also a more personal one-on-one gathering for us to get to know each other and be able to connect with our own path is Healing for Ascension Tour Group. So we're all building this web, all interconnected and bouncing off each other's Facebook pages and connecting to each other's presence and forming a beautiful a beautiful web of connection and a, f- a family that's supportive and loving, um, very positive and but also very um, accepting of where we are. It's a lovely group. And, Catherine, I'll just say I was very moved by John Smallman's channeled message. Um, I've followed John mm-hmm. for a while and have always found him a very loving and authentic channel. And... So for that one to come forward um, with Sananda, Jesus, was just lovely. And what a personal message to you in your heart space um, was lovely. So I hope everyone gets a chance to read the channeled message in response to Sananda's call from John Smallman posted on the Facebook page. So I hope everyone could see that. It was very relevant for you as well as everyone. Mm
0: Yes, very relevant for everyone.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. He's
0: a a lovely man. He called me and said he had heard that Sananda put out a call. So he he called up Sananda, and there's a little piece before his um, before his channeling where he's talking with Sananda that's, that's so delightful. I said, yes. you want me to put that introduction in there? He said, it's okay, sure, whatever <laughs> you want to use. So he has this little introduction where he's talking with Sananda, you know, so sorry I haven't talked to you for a little while. <laughs> you know, really yes. Lovely. So, yeah, yes. that's there uh, in both places. It's on the Facebook page and it's on our, on our website, too. Good. So thank you again, John. And it was delightful making contact with him, too. So we will keep in touch. And it's been lovely because it's encouraged channelers to connect with each other and to think about how we can work together and um, why there are sometimes discrepancies in what people get Mm -hmm. and he uh, I received something this week from one of our listeners who was so helpful He, he gave this long list about all the reasons why that could be my take on it whenever you see um people that you believe are reputable channels and may have some kind of some variation in what they've received or maybe the timing is different. Um, my experience is there is always an explanation. And the explanation usually is that the information that both both of the, what they're saying is probably true And if there's a discrepancy in timing or a slight um, shade of difference in what the channels are describing, there usually is another truth from a higher realm or something yet to come that will explain both of them. And my experience also is that often the timing is important because they'll give us a piece of information... And then they'll give, later, they'll give us another piece of information that may actually contradict the first information. But when you hear the second channeling, you go, oh, I get it. They only told us part of it. It sounds like it's a contradiction, but actually it's more information. So you have to keep that in mind when you read channelings. It's always a good idea to go to the most recent one. And then as you go back and read others, you can see how they all kind of fit into the same story. So it's like anything else. We have, you know, all different points of view, and that's a good thing because each channel has a different background, different vocabulary, different experience, and brings a different point of view. So you need lots of points of view to see the whole picture so that's you know i would encourage people not to get all all upset if some there's some small discrepancy that seems to not make sense give it time so let's see what ezekiel has to say i don't think we have any other announcements do we i think we're good okay thanks meg (laughs) (laughs) thanks yeah. <laughs> nice keeping keeping track of me while I'm <laughs> buzzing <laughs> around the so. country. So. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to just um, step aside and and let Archangel Ezekiel come through.
2: Very good, Catherine. What a treat this is, and I know an emotional, full one for you as well. So this will be very interesting. We'll give you a few breaths to center. This might be the first time you're bringing Ezekiel through to get a flavor. Welcome, Archangel Ezekiel. We are so happy you are with us today.
0: Thank you, my dear, and greetings, all of you who are listening. It's my privilege and delight to be here to speak with all of you Yes, I did contact Catherine in order to ask her to let me speak today because we worked something out this morning that I thought would be interesting to all of you. As Catherine was trying to make contact with her beloved brother who was in and out of consciousness, she began to sing to him. And she said, what's your favorite song? I can't remember what your favorite song would be. And she started singing a few rather fun, uh, positive-sounding songs. And then she hit upon the Beatles song, well-known Beatles song, Hey Jude. And if you listen to that song, it has some very lovely words. Take a sad song and make it better. And some other lines about uh, keeping one in your heart. And so we agreed that that would be the song we would use whenever we wish to speak with her. We'll play that song and she'll hear it and then she'll know it's her brother calling to her. So I wanted to come and let all of you know that this is a very good plan. if you have someone who you think is going to leave you soon, or even someone who's just close to you, and you want to arrange a psychic connection between the two of you, you can add to your connection, you can make it clearer for both of you if you choose a song. And then your beloved one will know. Whenever they hear this theme song playing, it means they're thinking of you. And they're asking you to respond or to notice them or to receive their love. And so this is the plan that we have whenever Catherine's brother wishes to come through and speak to her he will come through with the song Hey Jude and when she hears it she'll know who it is so I did that after she had been talking with him she began singing Hey Jude and I said marvelous that's what we'll do And so as she was walking down the hall to come to prepare for the show today, I called to her and she heard me immediately. And so that's when I told her I'd like to come through and talk to all of you. I have a suggestion for those of you who may have loved ones that are ill or that you suspect may be leaving. Of course you know that there is no such thing as death. It is just a transition to another, another way of being. And here in the higher dimensions, our state of being is quite more easier and quite, that didn't come out right, is quite easier and more pleasurable in a lot of ways than life there on earth, but all of us who wish to experience something profound choose to come to incarnate there on earth. In this case, Catherine's higher self and I, who am Tom's higher self, made this plan that they would come here together and that he would provide a sort of kind and loving presence that would help them both to manage the very difficult times that they chose to experience. This morning, Catherine was thanking us for providing this light being who was so helpful to her and has always been there loving and kind. They had a special connection since the time he was born and that was part of our agreement. We knew that it would provide solace For both of them since we have known each other for eons we planned this as a part of the story that they would both experience while here of course they went their own ways as adults and made their own lives they never lost this connection they always were in close contact and had a strong psychic connection all their lives at times it was I who helped to strengthen that psychic connection and helped Catherine to develop her psychic powers and so it began with her experience with her brother and their way of always staying in contact now I'm telling you this story of course so that you can learn to do these things yourself now those of you who have a close family member or a partner someone you feel is in your heart is with you always of course you have a psychic connection to them people don't talk about it but of course it's there if your loved one is in trouble, you feel it. If they need you, you call them, "be" and then the phone rings. You know that. Of course, that's your psychic connection with your loved one. Learn to use it. Learn to develop it. Acknowledge it. Work with it. And especially, ask all of your dear ones, especially if they might be sick, ask them what song they want to use as their own theme song. And you tell them, you don't have to say after you die. You can just say I'm going to be listening and if I ever hear you play that theme song I'm going to know it's you. And I will respond in my mind. And I'll have a theme song too. And when I play my theme song, you'll know that I'm reaching out to you, that I'm asking you to respond and accept my love that I'm sending. It's a very simple thing and a very important one to provide this connection for those you love. You won't need a cell phone. You'll know when they're calling you. That's my my main suggestion today, but I also want to remind all of you. It is the time now when souls are gathering together, when those aspects of a of a greater soul or higher self, as you sometimes call it, are realigning, reorganizing, calling forth those who have been the ones that carried our aspect to send the message to each one. We are reorganizing the one that we call Tom has carried a large portion of the soul energy that is Ezekiel. He needed it to come to live this difficult life of terrible abuse early on and illness through much of his life, but he has been An example to others, the way he has handled this. He has never complained. He has never been cranky because of the illness. He continued to be loving and good-natured in spite of it. And so he set a lovely example for others. He also gave others the opportunity to learn to be caring, to be nurturers. You know, we do sometimes need the one who is ill in order for us to express our great strength as a caretaker. And in this lifetime, he has volunteered for that role. It made life Not difficult, but very fulfilling for many people who were able to express that kind of love and acceptance and just unconditional love for him as he did for others. So when you look back over your relationships, you think about the ones you love and the ones who might be ill and why would they be leaving now? I will tell you this is my case, this is our case, but it may apply to others who are listening. His work here is done. The ones who have loved him have flourished, have deepened their love, have had the experience of great power. He has supported those who needed it and they no longer need his support. He has loved those around him, grown. They've grown to the point where they have established lives for themselves, where they have responsibilities and a life that's growing. And expanding, those he supported and nourished are ready. They're ready to move on to new lives as he is. And when he leaves this body, which will be soon, the energy which has been. A facet of our soul will be freed and in that sense we the greater soul will be free to reorganize and to send greater energy to those who are here in a body also representing Ezekiel as you call us and so the energy will be redistributed it's a very good plan it means that we can have more than one incarnation at the same time sometimes overlapping so that we can be doing work on one side of the country or one side of the globe and in another place is another part of the energy that is Ezekiel also doing good work and when we reorganize the one who is left becomes stronger we'll feel a boost of energy we'll feel a deepening of the conviction of what we stand for which is unconditional love and so there is a reorganization going on and this is why beloved Tom will be departing those he has loved can now move on those who have already moved on will feel his presence still will feel our presence still because we can still speak with them and so It seems as though there will be a great change on the face of the earth when one who is so loved departs. But in fact, nothing will change. You will simply reorganize your lives to continue on to experience more so that you will be prepared when you are ready to raise yourself to a higher vibration. You may stay and continue your ascension work. Or if you choose to depart, that's a perfectly reasonable thing to do because it probably is in your soul contract to do so. And so all is evolving. All is is working out as the wheel turns. So you all evolve and learn and in the process have the opportunity to raise your vibration higher with each turn of the wheel. And so I send you my love my encouragement. May you all enjoy every moment this incarnation of this shape and form that you now inhabit, whether it be in health or in sickness, Make the most of every moment you have. Treasure it. Acknowledge to those around you how precious they are to you. And it also sends light out all around you. And the light is like a beacon. It helps everyone. And here we are in the higher dimensions, watching you send out your light, making connections between and amongst each other, creating a network that is a beautiful grid of loving energy. And you will always flourish, all of you, because of it. Open your hearts and open your minds to receive the love of all those beings you have encountered in all your lifetime, And I assure you, there are many that overlap, many whom you've traveled with before. I send you my love and my deepest wishes for your ease, comfort, pleasure, and most of all, your growth, to help you towards your ascension along the quickest and most pleasurable path. I am Ezekiel. Namaste.
2: Namaste, Ezekiel. What a wonderful visit and message. Thank you for joining us. Hmm, that was nice. Oh, my goodness. This was a lovely message. I personally got so much from it. And knowing and seeing Tom where he is and knowing you are speaking from his higher self was such a helpful connection for, I'm sure, many people. To be able to have it that close, have him so close to the veil and his higher self, loving, joyous, happy, not at all in the least bit, worried, anxious, upset, nothing. Just love was reassuring in ways I don't even know yet. And what a lovely perspective Ezekiel gave us for when we experience illness. I think many people during this time might have the tendency to think, what am I doing wrong when they're not getting well? They're doing oh, this, they're trying this, they're coming to the calls, and they're, they're not seeing something. And it, what a lovely thing to hear Ezekiel say that he has contracted Tom has contracted to play this role to help others access depths of and aspects of love that they wouldn't without him, and what a forgiving way to look at illness for our own and others just right. surrender to what is it was. I think that's going to mean a lot to many, many people on both sides of that. And,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the very helpful description of the reorganization, I really appreciated that. We've heard that before on the last few weeks about the soul realigning and reorganization. And he took it to another level with, as Tom transitions, to be able to pull as he merges again with his I Am Presence, that more energy can be sent to the remaining aspects and incarnations to be able to have them even Mm -hmm. have higher levels of accomplishing their goals. Lovely. It was so vivid. You could see it. And um, anyway, thank you, Ezekiel, for that. Right,
0: and only the kind of plan that could be designed in higher dimensions. Because here our will to live is so strong. I see him I mean, he's been sick so many times and he keeps coming back. You know? <laughs> and we we got to the point where we expect to see him on the verge of death and then he makes a comeback. You know, and then he's <laughs> another illness and then he makes a comeback. And it was hard for us to accept this time. It's it's real. But, yeah, this could only be planned in higher dimensions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm so grateful to have this explanation that it really is time for him to leave. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know that the people who have taken care of him, his wife and his, um, her daughter who's very close to him and the grandchildren... There is something about it that they're ready to move on. They're ready for something else in their life. Mm -hmm. And it's time for him to go. Uh, It just seems so... It's so hard to get our head around that here. You know, oh, it's time Mm -hmm. for me to go so I can step aside so you can have someone new in your life. We wouldn't think that way. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm hanging on to the people I love. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like that. And so it's. I think it's not going to be so hard for him. And it will make him happy to know that other people are going to thrive mm-hmm. even after he's gone. Mm-hmm. So it does make it easier. you oh. know there's always... There's always some greater plan, and it's not an accident. I had asked this higher self earlier if it was in the plan for him to leave, and they were not. They were a little noncommittal about it. Um, they said, "Well, it's still open. It's still open." But I think they meant it's still playing out
1: Mm -hmm. so I guess
0: now's the time I think he has one more person to talk with before he leaves and then he'll be ready to go fortunately Mm -hmm. his wife understands this and the rest of the family is seeing it it's very accepting so all is right you know but when you experience it personally, it really brings it home. This is, this is how it works. I know I have a wonderful life now. And it's recently getting better and better. And it does feel as if the support and the backup that he provided, I for one, don't really need any more, not that i you know I loved it. It was wonderful. We had a great relationship, but I don't need him the way I used to.
1: Mhm.
0: I don't think either of us would have made it through childhood if we hadn't had each other so i think I think Ezekiel made that very clear.
2: <laughs> yeah. did he? yes, yes, he did. he said this was this was a crucial and vital part of our contract to each other and for each other and to each other, yes, to help each other through a difficult time, mhm, yeah,
0: mhm, yeah, it worked,
2: yes, it did what a gift. Thank you, Catherine. That was very special to hear.
0: Thanks. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to ask Sananda to come through so I can not think about this (laughs) anymore for a moment. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It is very touching to me that he came through that way and offered this for me and for everyone. So... The mom is here to heal and to help those who are wanting to stay and who truly want to heal and and turn a corner and go on. So let's ask him to come through and do his wonderful healing and tell us what he has to say. Today, I haven't really... um, talk to him about what we were going to do today. We had planned to do the healing treatments for the the people who called. Um, So now we have on our list Erit, who's dealing with uh, a possible diagnosis of cancer and uh, urinary tract problems and so on. So we're going to send a big blast to help her recover and tom to help him not be in too much pain so let's let's ask the to come through
2: very good and we'll also ask that love blast to go out to you as well Catherine and all of tom's
0: oh, friends yes. and family
2: and sweet pets that are always are companions as well if there are any in the family too
0: Okay, good. Oh, before I leave I should tell this. I have my little Che with me. Little Chihuahua. He walked right into the room. <coughs> Excuse me, he walked right into the the room where Tom was and put his paws up and wanted to get up on the bed. He got up, he curled up in next to his leg and pushed himself right up against Tom's leg and had been there ever since we arrived. Hmm. And then this morning, he... Well, except for during the night, but this morning, he got down from the bed and he asked me to go outside. And, you know, of course, I thought this was a bathroom break. He went right outside, found a stone that had, you know, a memorial stone... He found one that was smooth and warm, and he laid down on the stones, and he stayed there for a while. And then I wasn't really watching too closely. He was outside the door, and the nurse came around th- through the other door and brought him back in, and he said, she said, um, there's a family that, where someone just passed, and he went to that room. <laughs> so he sensed that there was somebody who was passing, and as soon as the person passed, he went to the room to be there with the people who were grieving. So the nurse thought, "Oh well, you know, you can't let dogs walk around," so they brought him back. But he was there for the for a reason.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> he knows where his work is. <laughs> yeah. So oh, we wow. brought him back. He's here with me now, but he's going to go back and sit with Tom for a while before we leave. Mm. So and that's our our little... Uh, they are magic. So, they're mm-hmm. magic. They really mm-hmm. are. All right. So okay. I'm going to step aside and invite Sananda to come through. He's right here.
2: All right, Catherine. We'll just give you a second to settle in and take a few breaths. And we welcome Sananda. We are so happy you are here today.
0: Thank you, dear Meg. And greetings, everyone. It is not a sad time. This... Process that you are talking about once you get used to thinking of it this way. It's just... Imagine yourself standing before a beautiful waterfall. It's just a matter of walking into the waterfall and out the other side. Meanwhile, if you're departing now or in the coming weeks, you'll be walking through the waterfall and leaving your body behind. If you're here to do the work of ascension and to continue on, your, on this path, you'll be raising your vibration in your bodies and to reach a point where you can move into and through the waterfall with your body. Now, we've told you a bit about that, that it takes quite a lot of work to raise your vibration, to move through a higher dimension, into a higher dimension. And of course, that's why we're here. We're here to teach you how to do that. Everything we talk about here is really about that. It's about finding peace where you have felt none before. It's about understanding this process. And we don't try to give you the information in the words as they come through to you, but also the energy. We send you the energy of love, of peace, to absorb into yourselves, into your heart, into your mind and into your soul. Many of you have had a hard time here. Many of you have suffered with illness. Those who call on this Sunday call, many of you are struggling now with difficulties, serious difficulties with your health. We understand Sometimes you'll have that feeling. I must recover. I must come through this. I am not ready to leave. This is not in my contract and I won't have it anymore. Those are the ones who will get well. Difference is in the conviction. When we asked, beloved Tom, if he wanted to get well, he said, well, I don't know. And of course, that really means I don't think so. It was enough. All of you know when you fulfilled the promise of your contract. You know it. You know it in your Unconscious mind, of course your higher self knows it, but you know it in your, in your gut as you say, in your bones. You know when it's time. You know when you've completed what you came here to do. And that's when you may say to yourself, maybe even secretly in yourself, well, I'm not sure this time. I don't know if I want to try and fight my way back now. Maybe it's enough. And that's all right. That's not. There's no shame in that. You know, you have the idea in Western cultures that fighting for life is the honorable thing to do, and... To try to save someone's life, no matter how ill they might be, is the most heroic thing you can do. Well, no it isn't. Not everyone wants to keep on going. Not everyone feels the necessity to stay in this body one hour longer, one day, one week, one month to deplete the resources of those around them, to suffer continuously, to feel more pain, to have more surgeries. No. That's not necessary. If you've had a life here and you have learned to love, then you have fulfilled a great promise if you have people in your life that you feel a deep connection with the heartstrings that go directly from you to them and that feeling that energy pattern that you have created string, that goes from you to the one you love it can never be broken. No matter what dimension you happen to be in, whether you're in a body or not, whether you're here on the surface of Earth or in the tenth dimension, it matters not. That heartstring will remain intact. A higher self. Of course, as I reminded you last time, I am the voice of the higher self, of the one who is Sananda. And it is my job to oversee his life, to monitor and care for the heartstrings that are so precious. Some of them to those around him, current life, some of them a grid that goes out to all of you. For my incarnation is a part of me. He is me. And he has a dedication to all of you. He feels that responsibility and that love. He treasures it, quietly, most of the time secretly, but it is there. It is there for him, and it is there for me. Now, I say me, but I really mean us. You and your higher self are one. You are a great us. And in your higher self, you connect with other higher selves. Those you have shared lifetimes with. Those who are so close to you in your soul connections that you could walk into a room without ever having met the incarnation of this higher self and immediately feel this is someone I know. That feeling, beloved ones, is not an accident. It is a soul connection. You'll have many terms for this. I'll tell you about it in terms of soulmates or else your twin flame. Your twin flame is a different um, arrangement, really and a soulmate. Soulmates are those whom you've traveled with through many lifetimes, many experiences. Those who are are loving and close to you no matter where you meet in the higher dimensions or here on earth. You tend to remain together or come in and out of each other's lives Once in a while, the other or you may have come here to make trouble for your friend or to mm, stir up some things, maybe create a little conflict. Sometimes a soulmate does that in order to help you both raise your vibration. But ultimately, soulmates always experience love for each other and there is a deep and abiding connection that lasts through lifetimes and beyond. And so, when you heard from Ezekiel, he gave you that sense that he and Lady Portia have had an arrangement and have had a deep agreement about how they would live this lifetime, how their incarnated selves would live this lifetime and how they would help each other. Those are contracts, beloved ones, that all of you make. All of you. Now is the time for you to open your heart, look around you, look up, see us here, feel us. We are here to help you. We are here to help you make contact with your higher self. And then, by association, as you say, with all of those higher selves, of the ones who are your beloved ones, Yes, indeed. It is a time of change. It is a time of all these energies shifting. And you will feel it in many ways. And this is one of them. Your relationships are changing. You notice that, don't you? Those that were difficult and painful, you're going to leave behind. You will find new relationships in your life As painful as you might think it is To leave behind a relationship Where you're struggling with each other Once you allow the fact that There is no point in suffering And making each other miserable you can move on And when you do, you free each other for something different for something brighter something more profound it is a time of change shift realignment and what we wish for all of you is a realignment that will bring you to a higher vibration And so the people you've struggled with who encouraged you to reach deeply, to be independent, to clarify inside yourself, to clarify what you stand for, what you believe in, what you will build your foundation upon. Those people who helped you struggle through that, have served their purpose now. You can let them go. Whatever form they may have taken, whatever role they may have played, whether it be a boss, a friend, a partner, a child, a parent, or one of us, it's all right. Feel your way to the higher vibration that is there for you, that is your destiny. Acknowledge the pain you've felt, the confusion you've gone through, the conflicts you've experienced, all of it, all of it was to prepare you hold of yourself. <laughs> This is not a selfish thing and we don't mean to take hold of your ego. We mean to take hold of your deepest sense of yourself in the deepest part of your heart and your soul where there is no conflict and there is no confusion. There is only the template, the experience of love, conditional love. Search, seek out, those who offer you unconditional love. This does not mean do as I say and I will love you. This means I set you free. I wish you well. I encourage you to fly I love you with all my heart Our connection is true We need not cling to each other We need not threaten or warn or Or manipulate or seduce We have what we need Once you have felt love Once you have felt true love, you need nothing more. You need only to go about your lives recognizing that true form of love and encouraging it in others and offering it to others. This is all work. True, unconditional love has no strength, no conditions, no warnings, no threats, no tears. There is nothing to be worried about. There is nothing to fear. Do not be drawn aside by someone who says, watch out. There are dark people around that are going to bring you down. Well, nonsense. No one can bring you down if you don't want to be brought down. You're not a marshmallow or a balloon. You are a sturdy, smart, loving being. Do not be threatened by the dark ones. They're on their way out. And they were never any threat to any of you. They were only an illusion. King, an illusion. Those who threaten darkness, those who talk about negative things, those who tell you you're weak. You can't stand this by yourself. I have to help you. You mustn't go there. It's too dangerous. You must follow me. I will show you. Nonsense. There is no darkness, not really. There is the illusion. There are those who can paint darkness, who can create a vortex of pain and threat and seduction. But you see, the seduction is the idea that darkness is powerful. That is the seduction that the dark have implanted here. Watch out for us. We're powerful. Watch out. We will take you over. Watch out. We are the powerful ones. You mustn't go near the edge because the dark ones will suck you in. Nonsense. Turn and walk toward the light. You are invulnerable, dear ones. You are absolutely invulnerable to darkness. You only need to reach deeply into your heart where you have the feeling, the taste, the memory of unconditional love, and that is strength. That is all you need. Stay in your heart. Stay in that place of love. And you are invulnerable to darkness. Do you hear me? You cannot be swayed. You cannot be destroyed. You, beloved ones, are the walking truth, the law of creation. Some of you call it the laws of thermodynamics, but it is the law of creation. Energy cannot be created or destroyed, not by you, not by anyone. But God, Creator. Therefore, it doesn't matter what illusions, delusions of darkness have been painted and bragged about and portrayed and presented to you in every form possible. It doesn't matter. You can turn your back and walk away. It has no power. Darkness is an illusion. It can have no power over you. Now, beloved ones, apply this to your illness. You reach, reach down, take hold to the truth of your own power. This which is illness cannot take you over, cannot suck you in and change you. You, the strong and loving one you are, and I'm referring to all of you as well, of yourself. Take hold of your soul and the deepest part of yourself in your heart. Connect it with the center of your brain and the center of the universe. And we are one. We cannot be shaken. We cannot be destroyed. We cannot be stopped and we will not be. We don't have to defeat the darkness, beloved ones. It is nothing but a delusion. A figment of the imagination of humankind. It is no threat to those who turn to the light absorb our love take it into your heart make it your own and there is no darkness that can overcome you death is not darkness it is not going quietly into the still night not at all it's walking into the light it's coming to the great celebration that is your welcome in higher dimensions. Your body, as many of you have planned, or whether you leave your body behind here, it matters not. You cannot be destroyed. You go on. We go on. And there may be illusions and delusions of darkness and ones who create the sense in themselves that they have some kind of dark power I must tell you there is no such thing as dark power there is the energy that you have you can use it any way you like you can use it to create Feelings of darkness, you can use it to create fear in others, or you can use it to blossom, to bring light and love and pleasure, happiness and hope to others. We have reminded you over the months, pay attention to what you say. Pay attention to what stories you put out on the internet, to what messages you send on to your friends and loved ones. Do not spread the ideas of darkness. Do not spread the thoughts that darkness has any power. This is not the Word of God was written in the Bible. Watch out for the devil. He will take you. Temptation will suck you in and you will be destroyed. Nonsense. There is no hell. There is no punishment. And there is no dark threat. Look to the light. Feel the love I send you all. Absorb it, let it pour down into your, through your brain, into your heart, into your whole bodies, let it fill up your sense of will and promise. Yes, we are doing this together. We are walking the walk, you and I. We are in the light and nothing can change that because we know the only real power is love. You can see it. You see those who profess to have dark power. They look pale. They fall apart while we dance in the sunlight embrace one another and share the sense of the power of love it is there for all of us it is endless and indestructible and when you fill yourself with love you too are indestructible. And you know it. That is what I wish for all of you. Take it in. Feel it. Embrace that feeling. Embrace that knowing there can be nothing better and there can be nothing else. I leave you with this. Message of love, affection, amusement, and joy at being with you this day and every day. I am your Sananda. Namaste, everyone. Namaste. De
2: Sananda. Thank you so much for your beautiful message. Thank you.
0: Mm, That was lovely. Oh, he was so full of energy today. So passionate. So loving. Oh, thank you, Sananda. Yes. And so with those powerful words, let's... Let's put on our music. We are the world. And everyone carry this wonderful feeling with you all through your week, all through your days. And we will talk again on Wednesday.
2: Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Thank you, Catherine. We send you our love for your time with your brother. All our energy (laughs) is, is yours. Yes.
0: Thank you. Yes. And farewell, everyone. So long until Wednesday.
2: Goodbye, everyone.
0: Bye-bye.
1: We heed a certain call when the world.